Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Matthew. Hello. I'm Ben. Hello, Ben. How are you doing, man? <laughs> you know what? It's absolutely fair enough. When Tom's not here, the system all falls out of whack. And I, just, I just don't know what I'm doing. You, 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 you think the intro is hello. I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying hello. <laughs> it's, you know, There is something wrong with saying hello over the top of someone saying their name. It's okay. It's nice to say hello, man. Um, hello. Hello, everyone. Um, so this is a really fun episode of Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Um, we've got the brilliant Celia AB as our guest today. You may know Celia from her wonderful stand-up. You may remember her from the uh, MacFest episode of Flatshare Slamdown that she did with Rose Johnson uh, way back last year, which we had a really good time with her. And... Um, we thought, why not get her on the uh, get her on the Beef Brothers pod? And uh, yeah, this was this was great, great fun. Another quick appeal uh, for um, for beefs because we've got you know we have a nice little backlog. We've got a handful, but it's always good to have some more. Yeah, so uh, you've got to keep the beefs topped up. You've got to keep the keep the beefs fresh. That's the thing as well. I often find that the most re- I don't know what it is. There's something about the the beefs that have just come in that week that I go, whoa! If they've just come in that week. I really feel inclined to stick them in that week's mm. episode. So, uh, Beef Brothers Podcast at gmail If you've got a problem with it, could be anyone in your life now because we're now doing free range beefs. So it could be your your landlord. You, it could be your uh, your, uh, your 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 partner. It could be your kids. It could be your next door neighbour, someone you work in an office with. Yeah, we had a good office one in in the app coming up, and I, I do enjoy an office beef. Yeah, because it's good. Because let's face it, it's quite easy to get along with your the people you you know you live in a house with. The pressures are a bit different, you know. And you also think, well, at any point, if I if I'm in a flat share situation, I can leave at any point. Your job, you're sort of st- you're stuck in. You know, you can you can interview for flatmates. They interview you, the job, and then just stuck with a bunch of randos having to work with them all the time. So send in your send in your beefs that you have with people you work with, uh, even even just people you, you you interact with on a on a day to day basis. If there's someone in in your local shop and that's grinding your gears, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we're gonna stop Absolutely. we're gonna stop yapping away. Uh, Get yourself to the Patreon, obviously, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare. But most of all, the most important thing is enjoy this episode. Oh, and also, I think, Clark, you want to say hello as well, didn't you? Hello. Hello, everyone, to Celia <laughs> AB. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef from the sorting out your beef. So, Celia AB, hello. Welcome hello. to the show. Hello. How's it all going? Really good, actually. I'm a I'm a tad hungover today, but I really. I'm, What's going yeah. on? What did you get up to? Because it's always interesting for me because I'm obviously a, a, an old man with two children, so I like to live vicariously through young bucks like yourself and Clarky, who yeah. have, um, <laughs> who, who get to go out in the evenings and do things. Uh, what were you What were you doing last night? Um, me and all the uh, the the young millennials and Gen Z, uh, we were. We had a massive party, and Ben Clark it was a big party, wasn't it, Ben? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was amazing. It's it was so, so good. good. It's a, it's an attitude, isn't it? It's not an age thing. It's a you know. Yeah. It, it's a. Are they going to say yes if we invite them, or are they going to make some sort of excuse about having to look after these children they've got? <laughs> oh, the children were there. We were all. <laughs> this is really sad, actually. I've only had. I've stopped drinking, basically. Not for any dark reasons, just because I'm enjoying having my head being clear. But that means that I get hungover so quickly now that I had one pint of Guinness last night and I feel like dirt today. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's another great reason to not stop drinking. Just 
<laughs> plow through oh is there a certain level yeah at least if you go well it was seven pints of guinness you go well i earned it you know oh yeah yeah i've earned this green poo <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i'm good otherwise i'm uh having a nice cup of tea i've become i think i've um i've developed mid-30s energy oh yeah <laughs> which is drinking tea Drinking tea. After one Guinness. Sometimes I drink tea and look out a window. I do that for a bit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think that's mid 50s energy, isn't it? I'm not sure that's. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've not reached that stage yet. In I'm fact, really actually, mature for my age. Yeah. You're an old soul, is what you are. You're an old soul. Yeah. What? Uh, what's outside your window? What are you looking at? Uh, do you want to see? I mean, this is. Oh. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I mean it's, 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 it's an audio this? podcast, but it's a, it's a nice view, though. It's nice. It's got uh, my, my neighbors are constantly having parties, and uh, I kind of feel like um, rear windows. Have you seen that film? Yeah. Well, yeah, but well, doesn't someone get murdered in that? Yeah, but like <laughs> one day I saw someone come out, and like it looks like they were digging something up, and I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> it's what? happening. You think they? But they think they're burying bodies. Yeah, I think if I saw if I saw my neighbors commit a murder, I I don't think I'd say anything. I think I would like zip it up. Not say anything. I uh, would you would you tell them that you knew, but that you weren't going to tell anyone, or mm. would you keep would you keep it complete? Because it's 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 that it's that tricky thing. Because you could say to the person, "Look, I know you're a murderer, but it's all yeah. right. I'm not going to tell anyone." And then you <laughs> hope that they would go, "Fine, you're on my side. I'm not going to murder you. Yeah. Or murder two doors down." Um, <laughs> But, Great band. but but then of course one of, <laughs> but then of course you do run the risk of you know you've you basically incriminated yourself there that you know that you're onto them and they think well how can yeah. I sell you? I yeah. think I would like I think I would try to get them on my side so I would sort of like walk past them saying things like oh god I love murdering I wish I met someone <laughs> that, like don't you love murdering this time of year and then just really get them on side. Paint yourself as a sort of murder stan, you know. I'm not yeah. like it's not necessarily like I've committed a load of murders myself, but I definitely am into the sort of hot general vibe of yeah, yeah, murdering yeah. and murderers. That's what I would do. I'll wear the t-shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we know we we know about your neighbours, but what kind of a person are you to live with? Do you have housemates? Do you have flatmates? I do. I've got. Um... Uno flatmates. Um, I've started speaking Spanish. I hope you don't mind. No, that's great. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Uno, I, wonderful, uh, wonderful word, wonderful game as well. Uno's, yeah, uno, dos. Now I have uno flatmates. Yep. Um, okay. And she is. <laughs> Wait a second. Did you use have dos and then you killed one and now it's uno? Oh, no. <laughs> and she's a landlady. And it's the first time that I live with a landlady. Oh. Um, and uh, she is great. And uh, I mean, I, I, it's so nice to live with just one person because 50% of the time you, you're by yourself. So it like you pretend that you live by yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also as well, the other 50% of the time you can pretend because the, land, the, the landlady is literally there. You can pretend like you own the place. Because you can go, yeah. we got to, we got to sort this thing out, you know. And you could, you could, oh, you could yeah. have a conversation like it's actually you. You're going to have any sort of say in how these things are going to get sorted out. <laughs> yeah, I have like a. I think having. Do you know when you first move to London, most places you live in have like white walls because you're renting, so you just everything is white walls. You can't put anything yeah. up on the walls, and so like my new obsession is painting everything fun colors. But like I think I think it's getting problematic because I'm always suggesting. <laughs> <laughs> things to paint different colors my room is completely yellow um the living room is like peach and i just i feel like that's like a, a kind of a flex when you live in london to have colored walls yeah, yeah because it i really I, is I, i'm in my house that i i own but i've got white walls Ooh. yeah <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize i didn't realize that's what i should have been doing i shouldn't paint all the walls blue and make it look like mr tumble's house yeah, and presuming you're getting the permission first, you're, you're saying to the, the landlady, "Right, I feel like we should make the living room peach," and she's going, "Yeah, go for your life." 
Yeah, I think when I moved there, it was already quite beautifully colored. But I think there's like, I didn't realize I could have this power of just coloring walls. Because if you tell a kid you can pick any color and put it on the wall, they lose their mind. And I think that that kid is still in my brain about like, <laughs> I can just draw flowers. on. I can do whatever I want. This is wonderful. Yeah, I, I painted my sister's, uh, I, I painted my sister's room once um i'm not entirely sure what, why what? i why i did what? it she asked she asked for it she she like she right. said oh, i want yeah. i want a like and, and she had like a a, a night sky scape on her ceiling so Ooh, i did that lovely. so i did like a blue a, like a blue ceiling for her and then like gold stencils of like stars all over her oh, ceiling great. what a nice thing i did for my i've just that's so that's nice. really good, yeah. a lovely thing did- i did for my sister do you, want to, do you want to come around mind it for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that. I remember yeah. once my brother was, um, we used to show a room, me and my brother, uh, for like for quite a long time, actually. <laughs> I think until right until 15. That's and true, um, yeah, I think. it is a bit late when you think <laughs> about it. And um, <laughs> he, um, he got really into graffitis one year and painted the whole room like graffitis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So you, you you felt like you were li- you were sort of sleeping under an underpass. Yeah, it felt like. You know. <laughs> Is your brother Banksy by any chance? Uh oh, <laughs> we got him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there is like that's my current living situation. I I'm really happy. I used to live in an awful house, so this is nice to live in a place that I like. And, and what, like, because when I think of landlady, and I know this is a terrible stereotype, but I think of somebody who's a lot older than you. I think of somebody who sort of drinks a cup of tea and stares out the window. That's what I think, <laughs> of, what I think of. But uh, is your is your landlady a, a, of a similar age? Are you mates? Yeah, she's a, she's about ten years older than me, um, and she's really cool. Like when well, she's thirty seven, yeah. That's 10 years, yeah. She's 37. She's really cool. She like, she gets so much done in a day that it blows my mind. Like she starts her day at 7 a.m. having Spanish lessons. Ah, and you're just, you've got your, the glass to the wall. I'm just trying like, to get yeah. some free Spanish lessons. Hola. <laughs> Uno. Okay, I'll write that down. Um, and then she goes to work, goes to a, like gym classes that like she just her day is so optimized all the time that it makes me the comedian feel really lazy with my day yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah of course i, I um, would i'd hate that would you? <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like chill out mate but has it rubbed off on you at all yeah i'm I mean, you're awake now. It's it's quarter past one in the afternoon. That's that's early for a comedian. You're, you're still, you know. Oh, my God. I had to get up at nine today. And that's my whole personality now. It's like, today I had to get up at nine. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to keep banging on about it all day. It's so funny how the how the, the goalposts shift as you get older or as, li- as life changes for you. Yeah. I remember, I remember uh, you know, like, uh, and back in the day when, when, like, you'd have to, if you were working in an office, and we, I'm talking about, like, you know, in, a, in like telly jobs where the, where the day yeah. starts at 10 a.m right the day starts at 10 a.m i remember if they'd say hey listen we've got a lot to do um would you would everyone mind coming to the office at 9 30 i would just go how am i supposed to do that yeah how am i supposed to do, like how am i physically it's going to take me 45 yeah. minutes to get there how am i what what time do you expect me to be waking oh, up? You, you know yeah. it takes me it takes me seven and a half minutes to get out of bed brush my teeth have a shower put my clothes on and leave the house so how where am i going to find this extra time <laughs> well i think it's like do you know what's weird is when you get up really early for a flight and you see parts of the day that you've never seen before and like seeing like it's like you leave your house at 4 a.m. or 4, let's say 4.35 a.m. And you see, it's like they're putting the set of the world together. Like yeah, every, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like you're, you're seeing them. It's like the Truman Show. Like everyone's kind <laughs> yeah. of like, like I'm a baker today. And like, it's, <laughs> um, but I always feel better when I get up early, but like I go through phases, like the past few weeks I've been getting up quite late, but then I'll have like uh, three months where I get up at eight every day. But I think it's normal when you're a gigging comedian. You know, if you're gigging, like, you know, whatever, like up north, but you've had to travel home, Mm -hmm. you know, it could be a three hour, four hour journey home. You Mm -hmm. could have got in at, you know, like two, three in the morning, 
It'd yeah. be mad to go, no, I'm still going to get up at 7 a.m. Yeah. for a run because you're just going to run yourself into the ground, yeah. aren't you? I, th- I know. Yeah, I think it's a, like, like people need to chill out about the morning. <laughs> that's, that's my take. There's like so many people that are so like, Oh, what? Best part you of the day. You think that's early? And, oh, like my brother always does it. Where I'd be like, oh, I've got... Well, it's just like, oh, we, we need to get off early in the morning. So, And he's, he's like, oh, what, what time's that? I was like, oh, we kind of need to be on the road by eight. Oh, you think that's early? I, you know what? Mate. As, as someone who has little kids and I wake up early, I still think getting on the road for eight is early. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because... But it does feel like you've cheated the day then, doesn't it? When you like When you get stuff done before 10, you're like... This isn't. I feel like I've added extra storage to the computer of my day. Yeah, but like, you waste the time later, don't you? If you get to yeah, eleven, yeah. you've got a load of work. You go. Oh, I just have a really lazy yeah, eleven that's to four true. now. I'm just doing fuck all for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a there's a there's an amount of work you're ever going to do in a day, and you pretty much always do it. Right. I yeah. Think that's how. That's how I kind of. I. I. I, I rationalise it. So I could start. You know. I could start at seven a.m. and just blast through it and get it all done by midday. But I'm not going to. I'm going to start. Yeah. At half past nine, ten o'clock, and it's going to last till eleven p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. out. I'm going to convince myself I need a break. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, going have, I'm going to have as much to show for it as if I'd just done a really concerted blast in the morning and then spent the rest of the day in the gym. I like to um, like do the same principle as high intensity training before my day. So yeah. like a blast of big things that I'm getting done and then just rest for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like I think sometimes I can convince myself that I'm getting stuff done because like a lot of the day is also looking after yourself and be like, I need to make sure that I'm like doing all the stuff that I want to do. So like I'll be watching Mad Men, for example, like I'm on my third Mad Men episode and I'm drawing and I'll tell myself because I'm drawing, this is work, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're also drawing it on the living room walls, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we crack on um, with somebody else's beef? Yeah. Let's try and yeah. solve somebody else's beef. Let's start off with this one. This one is from Paul, and it is uh, a Speedo beef. Oh, hello. What's okay. a Speedo beef? A Speedo beef. Okay, well, I would appreciate we'll... it if we called it Buff, just for the purpose of this episode. A Speedo Buff? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah nice. Happy to call yeah. it Buff Brothers, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so Speedo Buff from Paul via buffbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Hi, I have a buff. With my flatmate, comma, uh, sorry, brackets, wife. My buff is I bought some swim shorts, trunk speedo types. I took oh, them yeah. home, tried them on to show my wife, and she will not let me take them on holiday to wear, as she oh. said they are obscene with the bulge showing at the front and there will be kids on the beach. These are swim trunks that are comfortable and cover everything, so I can't see the issue. Please help with this beef. Cheers. Paul, sorry, forgot to add, I listen to your podcast over here in New Zealand. I moved here in 2007 and I regularly promote your work to others here to listen to. Funny, when I hear Kiora here, I still think of the Kiora juice ads at the cinema. Just saying, okay, that will do. Bye, Paul. Okay, thank you, Paul, for adding those extra details. <laughs> By the way, Paul sent, two, Paul sent two emails, which I love about Paul because he sent this first email, which was all of the business of the beef, right? Everything we needed to talk about. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then a little bit later, he went, oh, a few de- details I forgot to add. One, I'm in New Zealand. I don't know if that changes anything. Like, maybe it does. Maybe it slightly does. Um, mm-hmm. uh, two, when I hear them talk, say, Kia Ora, which is the traditional New Zealand greeting, I think of the Kia Ora juice advert from the cinema. I don't know if that's a... Uh, these are things to bear in mind when we're, yeah, we're, we're Yeah, yeah, little dealing, details, little... Yeah. When yeah. We're dealing I like that Paul had to be like, by the way, I'm kind of your New Zealand base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I if if you ever have another New Zealand listener, it's because I've told them about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the population is not that big. The chances are they've heard it from Paul. There was a bit of like, don't worry about it, darling. But I'm telling everyone about you. <laughs> we appreciate it. If, if people we in do, the antipodes are willing to put the word out, we are, we're not gonna we're not gonna slag them off. Yeah, um, we do actually. We we I will. people to do that quite a bit. <laughs> Listen, if you don't want a Cellular AB New Zealand contingent in the form of Paul, then, you know, you're going the right way about it. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's let's talk about let's talk about the uh, acceptable swimwear. Yeah. If you are if you are uh, and we're, we're talking about a beach holiday as well. This is not 
he's not saying this is me, you know, on on the beach in New Zealand. This is a this is a a, a holiday we're imagining. You know, we're possibly possibly going abroad. Mm-hmm. You're not going to know anybody. What is an acceptable yeah. thing for a gentleman to wear on the beach? Sell your AV. Um. <sighs> Here's the, the thing is that I think that it's the beach is like a no man's land, really, because you I feel like yeah. you can have your tits out, you can have a bulge come out and no one can say anything. So I think that I generally would think that it would be fine for a man to have like I'll go even as far as like the Borat. The man. Sort of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that the the beach is international waters for what you wear. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's close it's, to international waters. It's the beach. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 the only thing I'd say about the the Borat style mankini is that the only thing I feel. <laughs> well, the only thing, the only reason I, I don't think I would wear it is I feel like it, if you were um, if you went into the water, I think it would have a dredging effect. You know, yeah. like I feel like you would, I feel like you would hop out of the water and you'd have quite a lot of little sprats uh, joining you in your in your gusset. <laughs> oh, sprats in your gusset is never ideal. There's a sprat in my gusset. What am I going to do? Um, <laughs> talking, talking of which, did I tell you about the? Um, did I tell you about the mouse? The other day in the uh, in, what? in, in the, the house, did you guess it? I've got straight a, away. Yeah. Imagining a mouse wearing a mankini. Well, <laughs> we we've got a mice problem at the moment in our in our oh, house, man. and um, yeah, you know it happens every now and every now and mm. then. Obviously, we've got a got a garden that backs onto railway lines. You know, it's easy, and also, oh, well, the the mouse man came round the house and he said, "Look, all a mouse needs is a gram of food." to survive a day that's all one mouse needs is a gram of food so if you've wow. got that on your floor it can survive just on what you're sort of dropping on the floor and obviously i've got two little kids we've got more you know we've got mm. honestly it's like it's probably like there's lakes oh, of come milk on, and Crofty, cheerios I've seen you eat. Don't i'm a sloppy and, yeah don't try, <laughs> don't no, try I, and pass it on yeah i've no, got I've two got... kids i keep leaving birthday cakes on the floor <laughs> <laughs> I, I should also say I've got a big mouse infestation in my moustache as well. That's the, I think that's, they said that's where it, there it's, where it started. I've got at least leave poison in my nostrils. Um, but the, yes, so the the mouse man came around um, today. We had today I I um, was opening up the buggy to to put my little daughter in to take her to nursery. There was a mouse in the buggy. I had to th- I, I actually threw the buggy like across the garden. It was out in the garden. When I was opening it up. I threw it across the garden. I was like, "There's a mouse oh, in there." No. The mouse goes scurrying, um, but. The worst was like because obviously the, the, our little cat Cosmo really wants to take out the the the, the mice. Mm-hmm. So if we do see him scurrying across the carpet, that's like the whole morning's entertainment for Cosmo, batting the mouse around, sort of slowly, uh, slowly trying to, uh, to trying to murder it. Mm-hmm. And um, the other day, I was getting my daughter dressed in um, in the front room, and I was pulling up her pants, and a mouse ran across and like stopped in her pants, and I lift <gasps> like and I. As I was pulling up the pants, the mouse was just like in the pants, like a like a hammock, and I had to like obviously it didn't make any contact with any part of her body, but I had to immediately like then just like let go of the pants and pick up my daughter and just like lift her up, just like no, because oh man, that's Rashi, like, that's you need like to move. A movie. You need to move house. <laughs> no, 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 the mice are not going to win. We're going to get them all out. Like we're gonna, we're gonna. Like, all it, all it is, is that people down, like people next door, are having work done. Every time mm. someone has work done, they just, they just go right. We can't, we can't right. live here anymore. Yeah, we're going yeah. Live next door again. So that's what's going on. So we're, but then, but a mouse in the gusset. Oh the man, really bad. Nobody wants that. Oh my no. god. The, so the mouse was wearing pants. Although actually, uh... <laughs> if that's what you want to take away from the story, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think it's appropriate for a mouse to wear speedos on the beach? <laughs> the little bulge at the front, the tail at the back. Um, <laughs> mouse smugglers. Um, I once moved out of a house because I saw a mouse. Oh, um, really? You moved out? It was in Birmingham and uh, I saw. I was really hungover and I saw a mouse scurry across the floor. And I called my landlord and I'd never seen one before. And he said, he was a terrible landlord, so he said... Um, yeah, just get rid of it yourself. I like, get a knife or something, and I was like, oh, I, 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 "Yeah." So I, I was like, "Well, I can't do that." But I still grabbed the knife, but not to like, I'd, like, 
it felt wrong to just walk around with a knife. Nothing yeah. happened, but I was like, it's mad that he said grab a knife and just try to get Yeah, because I, I also think, you know, at least chuck it out in the garden. I know if you chuck it out in the garden, yeah. they just come back, you know, or chuck it out in the street, they just come back into the yeah. house. But I, I, it's like the the reason we use we use poison on vermin mm-hmm. is because <laughs> it's quite a clean crime scene right yeah getting yeah. Knife, like, i can't believe we're back on murder again <laughs> it's it's weird to have like premeditated us? murder on a on a mouse yeah. also this is a beef about swimming trunks yes we should get back to the trunks really thank you <laughs> Clark, it's really important. It's really important to deal with these. I have a tip on swimming trunks. Yes, go Do you on. want a tip? Yeah. Yes. If I go swimming on that day and I know I'm going swimming, I wear my clothes and then under that, I wear my swimsuit. And then under that, my work clothes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good tip. <laughs> you really do get everything done in the first like two hours of your day, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, just, just you know, <laughs> under that wedding dress. <laughs> so what's uh, what is the what's the acceptable? I think you're right. I think when you're on the beach, get it, let it all, let it all hang out. You know, I think yeah. it's a dangerous precedent, and also like you don't want to hear your partner say that to you. No, I think that's mean. You're right. I think it's mean that it said like like. Sh- he, they, she said that. I think there's a bit of a free for all on on guys in speedos in terms of people being like, "Don't want to see it. That's gross." But I think yeah. I think these enlightened times, we've got to get over it. I, I yeah. think it's got to get over it's, it. It's 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 unfair. We need some sort of we need some sort of sartorial equality here. That yeah. almost every single swim costume that is designed for uh, for women is skin tight right mm-hmm. almost every single one is whereas men uh the skin tight is frowned upon despite the fact yeah. that you know what we got skin too <laughs> i'm glad do. to be coming onto the red pill podcast by the way <laughs> <laughs> we trojan horse the men's rights issues in but they're there if you look for them they're definitely there i do think that like on the beach, whether you want to wear, like, um, uh, is it a burkini that's, like, um, yeah. all covered? Yeah. Whether you want yeah. to wear that or a speedo, I think that as long as you don't have a hard on, it's fine. And uh, that's and that, I think uh, that well, advice... Sorry, Paul just sent one final email. By the way, I always have a hard on. <laughs> <laughs> your podcasts, as I'm telling everyone in New Zealand. Here's the thing. I've seen bulges in my days at the beach. I've seen them. and. Sure. But I can't remember a single one because I don't stare. And I think that that should be the the thing at the beach. You don't stare at people. No, no. Let, let, like, people, yeah. let people enjoy f- the freedom that the beach affords you. Let people the part- feel the wind on their scrotum. Because <laughs> <laughs> also as well, your, your wife married that bulge. You know, and maybe she's a, maybe she wants to keep it for herself. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe she's like, I love the bulge at home, but I don't want everyone. You know, maybe she's worried that everyone's going to see your bulge and suddenly you're going to be inundated with offers of proposals mm-hmm. of marriage. But just you know, it, your wife needs to have a little bit more confidence that you're no, you're a good you're a good guy. You're loyal. Yeah, in my head, the wife is like, don't wear this, but she like has her breasts out on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's a nude beach it is yeah <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah that's that's the issue don't wear anything it feels like you're more naked if you're wearing speedos than if you weren't i think does yeah, that make anything, sense anything that draws attention yeah yeah, yeah i oh, think so be. um yeah we don't know what the what we don't know what the wife's wearing we don't we don't mm-hmm. but i we're, we're all choosing to imagine Paul's wife nude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> beef solved. Brother, <laughs> sorting out your beef. beef solved. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Drunk Jekyll and Hyde Beef, buff from Emma. Dear puppies and guests, my housemate keeps telling me to fuck up <laughs> when he's drunk, but never has any recollection of it, and is very apologetic when sober. What should I do, Emma? Oh, it's a Ooh. tricky one here, isn't it? Is it? That is tough. I think that's an abusive housemate. I know we're going to yeah. have to make light of it, but yeah. I think that's abuse. It is. It is an abusive yeah. housemate. It's one of these situations where, I mean. Obviously, they've sent it into a comedy podcast, so this is not a cry for help. Um, no. But, I mean, it's not great form, is it? And also as well, I don't think... I mean, who who knows, really? But I don't think that it... I don't think it totally alters your personality. No. I don't think it alters, though. I, I think booze can uh, exacerbate aspects of your personality that might lie, lay dormant. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what's going on here. And I'm not saying that, that is... I, obviously, in, in no way am I going, well, Emma, what did you do? I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, there's probably a lot going on in Emma's yeah. housemate that uh, yeah. he needs to sort of deal with himself. I would, I would say the fact that the, the word keeps is a tricky one here, isn't it? Keeps telling me. Yeah. 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 If it was he did it once, um, uh, yeah. that's all right. I, I'll tell you a, a, like a lighter version of this of this same thing. Um, my friend Karen at university had uh, a best friend who was a guy, right? And um, and every time they'd get drunk, and you know, like, and that was like two, three times a week at university. You know, it was it was every time they'd get drunk, he would confess his undying love for her. Right. And and then they were, but they would both play the charade the next day where like Karen would go, oh, yeah, he just did that thing again, which he always does when he's drunk. He doesn't really mean it. He's not really in love with me. And he would go, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't remember any of it, really. I don't. And you're like, oh, just like, like Karen, just accept that he's in love with you. You know, yeah. name of person who I won't name. Uh, just accept that you're in love with her. Yeah. And, and, and also start processing, processing the fact that if anything was going to happen, it would have happened. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never going to happen. So just start dealing with it. That's it's because that's really what's what's going on. That's really what's mm-hmm. going on in your in your in your in your day to day life. Here's what I would do. Like if um, if he has no recollection of it, um, I would then start telling him that he said other stuff like. Ah, when you were really drunk last night, you said you'd cover rent by yourself for the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> like, and just like keep putting stuff onto him so that he has to admit that actually he does remember telling you to fuck off. Um, because attached to that, he did not offer to take you to a beef for free. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I think yeah. that's called gaslighting for the for a good cause. Yeah, <laughs> it's the name of a good podcast. I'm starting. <laughs> it's not. It's not all negative gaslighting. Mm-hmm. You know? Electrolyting. Exactly. I think. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a tricky one. This one, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I'd I'd say use the landlord approach mm. with a mouse. Pick up a knife. Get to it. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> Do you not, Clarky? That necessarily that this is the way to handle a situation. Like right. This. Okay. Well, that's. A, you know, we, we we've all got our own ways. I think, of dealing I think with it's it, better you know? that you just pop them in a Tupperware uh, and then just chuck them over the uh, fence at the back of the garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Release them into a park. Maybe you can bring like friends, yeah. get a novelty size double sided tape and then get them to stick on the tape. <laughs> exactly. Just like, put, yeah. some, put some peanut butter on the floor. Yeah. And <laughs> when they're st- when they're stuck there, bash their head in with a hammer. Um, and- <laughs> 
Um, I had a housemate like that once, and um, he was horrible. And um, I I think that if Emma can, I think she should get out and get something else because I think it does take its toll on you. I think to have someone that tells you to fuck off all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's something I read on Psychology Today. <laughs> <laughs> It's not one of those things, you know, when you you see on Instagram, there's like little moments of calm. You know, like, you know, take, take a second, stop scrolling and enjoy a little moment of calm. It very rarely then tells you to fuck off afterwards, does it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something about someone telling me to fuck off every day makes me feel a bit unwanted. <laughs> it's a very good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, he seems like a bad sort. He seems like a bad sort, but... Uh, sorry, what a, not that I didn't mean that, but <laughs> <laughs> but in his defence, uh, it is it is me. No, um, no, I don't know why I suddenly came in hard with the word but. <laughs> but, but for the sake of balance, maybe Emma does need to fuck off once in a while. No, no, that wasn't what I done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god absolutely the worst word to, well not the word i could have picked That's far so worst words but but still <laughs> i did have another point i was gonna make but I've, it's gone now <laughs> i feel like you're both embracing the men the men's podcast we're red pill the whole way <laughs> I, I would I would say you know like has he never has any any recollection is very uh apologetic I feel like I feel like you do need to tell him that apologies aren't cutting it. No, know? they're not. Yeah, I feel like that's it's it's quite sort of it's quite crucial that you don't let him off the hook too easily, and you got you have got to say, look, this isn't this isn't on, you know. And if it, and if it happens again, that's it. It's just you know you. Also, I don't know Emma's living situation. Why should mm. she be the one who has to get out? Get yeah, her. I think it's like. He so, should fuck off. He should fuck off. Yeah. Actually, why don't you take all of his stuff out? And then when he's drunk, like take all of his stuff out and then put them in a house that he's never lived in before. And then when he wakes up, he's like, where am I? And you'll be like, oh, do you remember last night when you were drunk, you moved out? <laughs> <laughs> I like your your version is, is takes a lot from Roald Dahl's The Twits doesn't it yeah yeah, like you yeah, glue, yeah glue all the glue all his uh, furniture to the ceiling shave a little bit off his walking stick all of that kind of stuff yeah <laughs> I, I take most of my advice from that yes. <laughs> it's, yeah words to live by um <laughs> right yeah but um but ultimately yeah uh get out but stay safe he sounds like a great dude <laughs> thanks off. for getting yeah. in touch yeah but uh, seriously fuck off yeah <laughs> <laughs> buff solved hey i feel like we did a good thing today guys yeah, yeah. i feel like we did <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah shall we do another good thing by yeah. trying to solve uh John's beef. Ben, you've got that, haven't you? I do have John's beef right here. And this is an office beef from John. It's a free range beef. It's oh. a free range. We're out in the wild and we're loving it. Ta ta. Beef ta ta. Ta ta. Dear Pappies and Guest of the Week. That's me, that is. That is you. Yeah. <laughs> I work in a very small, very quiet office. To give you some some idea of the environment, when somebody's belly rumbles in the room, I can tell whose it was. Such is the lack of background noise. That's a hell of a skill, though. You've got to admit, right? The idea mm. that because you're not looking at the person, right? You're you're recognising people from their gastric gargling noises. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't think if I heard a bunch like. If you if you recorded the belly rumblings of every person who lives in my house, my yeah. two Wait. kids, the cat, and my wife, and 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 then played and, the them mouse. Back, and, and my and my and the and the the, the, the thirty seven mice and me, um, if you recorded those those garglings, right? I don't think I could recognise them, even if I knew that you know that even if I knew the shortlist. Imagine if you took all the garglings and then put them in the piano form. You could make beautiful music. <laughs> That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. That would be, be, I mean, it feels like if that's not the rest of the beef, you are sort of disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Well, the twist is uh, he works on his own. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, no. So, this being the case, we all have to do our best to rub along nicely and not piss each other off. Absolutely. Mostly, this isn't a problem. But we have one major sticking point. One of my colleagues is a massive fucking drag. Oh, she doesn't appear to have one ounce of enthusiasm for her work life. Home life, friends, boyfriend, family, cats, anything. And it's impossible to take some days. She's even whinged to us before about how an ex-boyfriend shouted at her once, you're so negative all the time, I just can't take it anymore. So it's not just us, it's clearly a persistent problem in her life. She's like a, she's like a psychic vampire. My question is, how do we bring this up, stroke, resolve this without sounding like we're having a go? Thanks for all your sage advice in the past, mm. John and team. So you're working with a bummer, basically. Yeah, a, someone, who's a a total, someone who's a total bummerooney. Yeah, um, it's a tr- it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's, it is a tricky one because you know. Well, I read it. I read it before I read it out. And first time, like, first time I thought differently of it, but the second time mm. I'm like, well, maybe she's just not in a Doing very well. happy place. Yeah. yeah, I think I've definitely been a, a bummerini before, and oh, yeah. I think like, and like, how did, how did that manifest itself? What what kind of stuff were you doing? That's... Oh, I, I I was just kind of like um. And I guess there, as I can be, I think we can all be quite cynical and um, bummer light. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's like it's it's weird. With it depends on the relationship that you have with her because it definitely helped and helps. I think to have someone in your life that's like, "Hey, are you okay?" Um, and maybe. You need to stop listening to Mac Miller on repeat, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> because I think sometimes when you're in that place, you don't realize that you're so sad because you listen to sad music and consume sad things all the time. Yeah. Um. So I think that maybe here's my solution for the office: if there's silence and you can hear people gargling, and there's a sad woman, play some happy music for a bit. Yeah. Like. Love it. Like. Play some like fun things, maybe a light podcast, maybe not this episode. No, this would be a bad one, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and like, I think if you're close to her, just check in on her, but like also, but don't do it in a like um, confrontational way. Just be like, hey, hey, mama, <laughs> so what's, what's wrong? Do you want to go for a drink and be very light and happy? And I think that yeah, that's might it. help. Yeah. And you suggest you 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 calling your mama. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I did I did have to go back to that because I feel like that's is would that make someone less negative? <laughs> if you called them mama? Can I try it? Are you feeling negative today, Matthew? We could try it. Uh okay, I will put myself in a negative mindset for the for this for the sake of the thought experiment. Okay. okay. I'm trying to think you know, is it oh, bloody hell, it's a tough old world we live in, isn't it? You know, cost of living crisis and all this thing. Oh hey Celia, how's it going? Hey, Mama! Oh, you know what? I did get a little tingle. I got a little tingle. I certainly got a, I certainly got a few little mouse paws in my gusset. It certainly made me. Uh... Can I tell you something awful about me that I've started doing? Go on. Yes, um, please. I've been rewatching Mad Men, and it changes the way I speak to women because <laughs> <laughs> because I, it comes out of me. I'm calling everyone princess and doll and. <laughs> You've also been chain smoking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's mad. I was on the phone to a recruiter the other day and I called a princess and I was like, that's not okay. <laughs> it's really not okay that I've just done that. <laughs> because you can't say anything these days and that's what we're here to talk about. It's so true. And thank you very much for coming on the Red Pill Podcast. Um, <laughs> what about treat this like a game? Okay. Treat this like a game and go, okay, today I'm going to get a to moan about something that everybody likes. Right, you know, like, yeah. So, so if she right, uh, fair enough. You know, she's moaning about her work and you know home life and all that kind of stuff and her family. Fine, I think everyone can kind of work out why people would moan about those sort of things. But mm-hmm. you've got to go like, um, 
you know, okay, your challenge is go over and chat to her about toffee apples. See what pisses her off about them. Yeah. You know, that's, I feel like that could be, you know, if you can't stop her from being negative, just, just try and like eke out the most fun bits of negativity out of her. Yeah. And also like, there's a thing about it where like, what if the only place where she feels safe is the office? <laughs> yeah. And like, that's a good point. And everyone hates her, but like, she's like, I hate my life. I hate my cat. I'm so glad I have my friends in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I, I think the problem, uh, the problem we, we have with Celia as a guest, very good guest, very funny guest, way too much empathy. I think <laughs> it's not something that we normally have here on Beef Brothers. What I can I like say? Got... <laughs> some, so there needs to be some good guys in this world. <laughs> But also there's a thing of like with her where like if you can get her to rant about toffee apples, record that because that's going to make a really good like stand up bit for the right comedian. Yeah, absolutely. This is it, John. You may have you you may have found your new career. Mm -hmm. Record everything she says. Take it down up the creek. Yeah. (laughs) Go and do Sunday special on the weekend. Get her on this podcast. We've, yeah. got to, we've had too much sympathy lately. We need. We've, to... had, we've had too much, too much empathy. Let's have a little bit of genuine negativity. Vile. Mm-hmm. Actually, we bring that. Don't worry about that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah we got plenty. <laughs> well, John, I hope that solved your problem. Um, even if it didn't, here's the jingle. Beef solved. Brother, sorting out your beef. Beef solved. So, Celia, yes. have you got a beef? that you would like us two uh, men's rights activists with no empathy whatsoever <laughs> to solve for you a very sorted 27-year-old uh, comedian? I think um, I think you're going to hate this, actually. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> so I lived in many terrible houses, Matthew. I lived in many, many terrible houses. My most recent house, except for this one, I lived in um, had mold issues, which made me sick for a long time. Oh, oh, no. So I was like, I was very sick. I lived in a small room. Um, with uh, a couple of housemates that I didn't particularly like living with. Um, and I don't want to talk about any of it. What I want to talk about is my new landlady. <laughs> it's too goddamn lovely. Oh, no. Come <laughs> on. And it's, she, and lets you pa- she lets you paint the walls any colour you like. Yeah, she's too empathetic. It's ruining my stand-up. I don't have anything to talk about. I don't... <laughs> the, we, we work the same way. Like, we... Um, a thing I do in my house... Is a, a dr- I put myself a glass of water, then I drink four sips of it, then I put it down, and then I get thirsty again, so I go get another glass of water, and then I just kind of like You're living in the film signs. Yeah, I just keep Hansel and Gretelling myself in the house <laughs> with glasses of water, <laughs> but just leaving them everywhere I've been, and she and I've lived in many houses where people thought that was a problem. She does the same. It's too nice. <laughs> does that not mean you're constantly picking up a glass of water and going, oh, no, not only is this uh, a gla- glass of water three days old, it's also mm-hmm. somebody else's three-day-old water? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Yesterday, I've dropped two glasses of water on the floor, and that's like that was the beginning of it. <laughs> it's... um. Yeah, she's too lovely. We have a cleaning rotor that suits my schedule. The rent is good. Uh, it's well located. There's a simple solution to this, and I think it's been staring us right in the face. What is it? What you need to do is you need to get you know you need to get yourself a couple more cans of Guinness down your throat. Yeah. And tell her to fuck off. And then, <laughs> there it is. And then the next morning, just go. Listen, I've got no memory of that. Oh, thank and you. Like, and then suddenly she'll be like, "Oh yeah, maybe Celia isn't this wonderful person who is really similar to me in loads of different ways, and I love love being her landlady." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's that. Also, she loves... Do you know what? We're very free in the house. I let her wear Speedos, whatever she wants. <laughs> She's wearing Speedos. You've got your tits out. It's great. Sometimes it's just me and her on the couch, surrounded by glasses of water, both wearing Speedos. <laughs> it does sound sort of perfect. Yeah, it's ruining my stand-up because I'm, I'm, like, it's made my stand-up too lovely and I'm just too happy in my day-to-day. Um... I mean, today I've been a bore because I'm too happy. It's just been, you know. I was going to say, actually, yeah. I have an idea. Yeah, go on. I need to Airbnb Emma's house. 
And <laughs> this is what you need to do. Yeah, <laughs> you swap out. You know what? Uh, we'll get in touch with Emma. We'll we'll you can swap details. Yeah. Uh, Emma can go to yours for a little bit, just for mm-hmm. a bit of R and R, a bit of respite, mm-hmm. and you can go and be told to fuck off yourself. And then I'll immediately write a new hour. The second I get told to fuck off, I'll just yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'll be on your, your muse. Yeah, and then and then I'll. <laughs> And then I'll be so angry and I'll have so much anger inside of me that I'll produce really good work and then they can play that to cheer up the woman in the office. It's all fit yes. together. It's all fit yeah. together. You know what you've actually, I think you've come up with a brilliant idea and it's a, it's, it, this is this is what we should we should be marketing here for the untortured artists because so many artists these days, especially in comedy, are yeah. sweet, nice, middle-class people who've never suffered a day in their life. And yeah. as a result, we're not getting the edgy comedy that, you know, the, 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 you know, the mm-hmm. alternative comedy boom of the 1980s came about because of, a, you know, a, because of personal dis- dissatisfaction with the way the yes. world was. People are just too damn cosy and content. I, I, we need yeah. a hotline where you can call, you know, you can call up and be told to go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is exactly what you need. That's right? exactly why I chose to, uh, from a very young age, I was like, I want to make sure my parents get divorced and we, uh, we have money issues. Straight away, age yeah. age five, I was like, this is going to be, it's an investment. Absolutely right. And you were right, a to, future you were right to cause your parents, right to cause your parents divorce. <laughs> and I know a lot of people tell you, I mean, I'm sure your parents said you didn't cause their divorce, but you did and you were right to. <laughs> yeah, I was drunk and I have no recollection of it. <laughs> Now, that version of the parent trap, I would love to. <laughs> Celia, AB, thank you so much for coming on the pod. It's been a thank total pleasure having, having you on. Oh, it's been a real, it's been We've a real pleasure it. having you on. Um, so, where can people find you? Uh, what have you got coming up? What's I'm going, going on to in give your you life? an exclusive? <gasps> exclusive. Now we're talking. Exclusive. Um, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Blah blah blah. AB Celia. Um, I'm going to be at the fringe this year oh, i haven't no one no one knows it yet, but uh, the show is called second rodeo great and um it is really fun i've really enjoyed it and it's directed by mike wozniak oh and, fantastic and yeah. it's it's a bit of fun and um i'll announce where days. and when it is uh, next month but i'm really excited about it and i think that Pappy's audience the, the wacky guys <laughs> with the, well, I think they quite like weird, weird stuff and it is right up that street. Great. That sounds amazing. Fantastic. Oh, well, fantastic. Good luck with it. Good luck up at the fringe. Thank you. Um, are you doing MacFest or any of those things in the... Yes. In the up to it? So you're doing MacFest. I can't wait course, for that's, Mac... That's where we, we first had you on the uh, on Flatshare Slamdown, was it, MacFest? Yeah. When I was, was drunk. Good, was a good, still, <laughs> still drunk from the night before, yeah. It's nice to, it's nice to meet you hungover now, because I've only ever yeah. seen you drunk, so it's great to see what you're like hungover. It's good to it's see the two, it's, the, it's the better, two sides it, really? of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to Mac. I'm, I'm very excited. Are you guys going? We're not this year, unfortunately. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. It's a real, it's a real yeah. shame. We'd love it to be there. It was too fun last year. We had too fun. much fun. We have to have to let <laughs> our let our fun valves uh, lay fallow for a bit. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, yeah. Let all our fun grow back. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be at Mac. I'm also going to be um, doing work in progresses everywhere for the new show and London, where I live. Um, the next one is an Angel. Oh no, it's at the Pleasant Islington on the twentieth, and I hope people go. Well, go along to the Pleasant if you yeah, can. Do check that out. Um, it's great you. to see Tell a show you. in preview. It's always, yeah. always so much fun. It, it is. is. It really is. It's 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 so much fun. You know what? As well, I do like a show. I especially enjoy seeing in preview. Going and seeing it again up at the Fringe and going, oh. Yeah. That bit's yeah. now that bit's now worked out, or yeah. that wasn't in there, or whatever happened to the, you know my that my favourite thing that anyone who's ever seen a show of mine in preview uh, comes up to me and will always go, "What happened to that bit?" And you go, "Oh, were you at that show?" Because that's the only time that's ever worked. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was the yeah. you know. Did you say? And often it'd be like, "Did you see it at Macfest?" Yeah, none of that material worked. Else. <laughs> <laughs> They're just a really nice audience. <laughs> it's also like what I love about it is the um, 
like it's hard to know with comedy there's no exact science to it in terms of like where you should be with a show at what time so i really like seeing other people's previews as well to be like oh i need to hurry up or oh actually i can chill out with like how much i've got so it's nice to even if you are taking a show to go and see work in progress is as well yeah and yeah, yeah. spy yeah you, you want to see someone have an absolute stinker just to make yourself feel good about it so you know if you share a preview with someone and they have an absolute shocker oh it's it's not a bad feeling yeah <laughs> and I, I know because i've given that feeling to a lot of people I've given that feeling to many many comedians thank you for your service matthew crosby yeah I'm, my, my pleasure my absolute pleasure um celia thanks for coming on the pod see you very soon thank you for having me boys Bye-bye. So there we have it. Another fine episode. That was a lovely ep. That was a gorgeous ep with Celia AB. Uh, if you enjoyed Celia and you want to hear more, then get along to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share to, to get a, a whole bonus beef. That's not Ooh. in the main feed. A whole bonus beef that you can enjoy with Celia. What a treat. Get yourself there straight away. Uh, for just four quid a month, you can get uh, a, a bonus a bonus beef for every Beef Brothers episode. You get a new episode every single week of uh, Pappy's Flat Share Pop Round. You get all our old episodes. You get it all immediately. The second you subscribe, you get them all. And then even if you, even if you unsubscribe, as long as you've downloaded all the episodes, you get to keep them. Yeah, but also don't unsubscribe. Don't unsubscribe, but you can if you want to. <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel like if you subscribe, even just for a month, you'll be so impressed with the quality of the uh, of the output, you'll want to stick around for the rest of the year. I guarantee I that. I know I did. Clarky, Clarky, you're there almost every episode saying hello, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Get my hello quota in. A couple of, a couple of messages... Uh, a couple of messages in from from listeners. Now this one made me laugh because it's <laughs> it's from it's from our, our friend Billy, uh, and it's it was oh, it was yes. titled Matthew's Last of Us Gaff from Billy. Oh. Made a gaff about the Last of Us, the uh, yeah the the, grit, the gritty reboot of the computer game. Hey, at this point, I hope someone has said to good old Crossbow that The Last of Us, the TV series, is an accurate representation of an already gritty and narrative-driven video game. Mobile banking the series would not be adapted so easily. (laughs) 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 To compare the two is like suggesting... He's got you there. He's got me. To compare the two is like suggesting making making a film with the Lord of the Rings books is the same as making a film based on the dictionary. Love to you all, but come on, mate. (laughs) <laughs> love you all but come on mate cheers everyone by billy billy now you you're hey, at, you billy, are absolutely, you're absolutely right yeah uh, you've now, I, 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 as i said when i when i recorded that episode i have watched half an episode of uh the last of us i found it too upsetting so i stopped watching it because i've got enough stress and anxiety in my life already but yes you're you're right um uh making uh, the hsbc banking app into a tv show would be would be quite different uh, i said it as a joke what? <laughs> no no what clark you took it seriously mate i've been working on the pitch <laughs> but well that's another month down the drain here's the thing listen billy if you're interested this idea about making a film based on the dictionary i'm in <laughs> I think this is a good idea because the great thing is, you know, like they never knew Bond was going to run for that many parts, but you know, the dictionary is going to run for at least 26 parts, right? You start off oh, with yeah. just the A's and you work your way through. It's a, fra- it's, it's, it's a built in franchise. It's got yeah, worlds. Cinematic with, universe. Exactly. And every year they're adding new worlds, right? I think, I think this is it. If you're, if you're willing to get on board, Billy, I think we could, you, you know, the, the the four of us, Pappies and Billy, we, oh. we could make our millions. Oh, I'm out, but <laughs> you, you go, you go. Ahead. <laughs> um. Anyway, thank you very much for uh, thank you for getting in touch. 
One more message here from Tom. Now, last uh, a few episodes ago, I, I read out a message that was from Tom, and I, I'd also written it, it was from Ben. When I was typing it out, for some reason, I wrote it was from Tom, and I was oh. but it turns out it was from Tom. Uh, hi, Pappies and producer Emma. I was the Tom who's not beef you read out at the end of Tuesday's Beef Brothers with the wonderful Poppy Hillstead. I enjoyed the Tom beef name confusion, particularly because a few years ago, my friend's new girlfriend called me Ben for about a month. And I just started answering to it. This was partly because I didn't think she'd be around very long, so it wouldn't matter. And partly because I couldn't be asked correcting her. About five years later, we're still friends. And she brings up regularly and asks why I didn't say anything. Thanks for all the laughs. Love you. Bye. Tom brackets Ben. Um, Love it. What I want to know, though, Tom, Ben, is how did it how did it come to a head? How did you find out? (laughs) Yeah. What was the moment? How did she find out uh, that, that she was like... Because presumably she heard you being called the name Tom and went, sorry, why are you calling him Tom? His name's Ben. And everyone go, no, he's not called Ben. I, no, man. I'd, it's his nickname. I'd, <laughs> I'd love it. So, uh, so Tom, uh, Ben, please do get back in touch, Tom, Ben. Uh, we'd love to know uh, how that story played out. And uh, again, uh, if anyone's got any stories about uh, people calling them the wrong names, send them along, pappysflatshare at gmail.com. Uh, and if you've got any beefs, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com or get in touch with us via Twitter or through our Patreon. Basically, if it gets to us via Instagram, whatever, it's got a chance of making it onto the episode. Um, anything else we need to add at the end of this ep? Uh, I don't think so. Upcoming shows? Yeah, they're all sold out, man. And the other ones aren't on oh! sale yet. So, um, so yeah, uh, we can't wait to see you at well, the, up- keep your eyes the out. upcoming shows. Keep your eyes out. Keep your eyes out, guys. <laughs> keep your eyes out, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I spat all over the uh, the pop shield there. Keep your eyes out. Um, you know what? It's good. Tom's going to come back and he's going to be like, why have we got two new catchphrases? Greetings, Mr. Deer's gone. It's been replaced with uh, a pause and then hello. And then... Uh, Cheers, everyone. Bye. It's going to replace you. Keep your eyes out. Uh, Covered by Mike Skinner. Uh, Right. uh, Let's let's wrap it up, folks. Uh, This episode was, as always, produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham Corsham team. team. Keep your eyes out. Hello. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.